with one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Welcome to the extra spooky edition of No Filler. It's the bonus Halloween episode. Happy Halloween, dude. You as well, Q. It is Halloween night. So let me ask you this, Trav, because it's been years since I have picked up a piece of candy from a basket and handed it to a child. I don't know <laughs> where they where they are. They don't well, come to our neighborhood. Okay, I was gonna say because I mean you live in a in a proper neighborhood. Yes, it's a very nice neighborhood. Nobody knocks on the door. I mean, I haven't been here every Halloween. Well, there's your problem, dude. But but what I'm saying, like you know, I I've been here the last okay. few Halloweens and nothing, dude. I can tell you, we get maybe five knocks, which is nothing when you think about it, because I you know. Back Dude, in our I, heyday, when we were kids, and it, maybe we're just like waxing nostalgic and like, well, imagining things. But yeah, dude, it felt like the entire neighborhood would just come alive. You know what I think <laughs> it is, dude? I think a lot of uh, I think the uh, the trunk or treat type stuff has has taken over. I think parents take their kids to their church or their community center and do it that way. I don't think people do the door to door anymore, which is sad. No, you know what, dude? You're probably right because. You know, I was serving and bartending just a couple of years back, and I worked a Halloween shift one year, and and there were a ridiculous amount of trick or treaters walking around in the mall, and the we mall, had our big yeah. big bowl of of candy at the at the host stand. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a safety thing, maybe. Anyway, yeah. But you know what, dude? We got treats. We Dude, got treats right here. We got ear candy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Thanks. We got ear candy corn. <laughs> no, um, dude. I, I can't stand candy corn. Candy corn is the worst. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Q, if you had to pick one favorite candy bar or piece of candy, what would it be? Honestly, dude, I, I think it's a Snickers bar. Just Snickers. A, a straight up Snickers. It's a classic. I think I'm a I think I'm a Twix guy. Twix are good. I can't dude, I can't do like the fruit can't you know like I can't do Skittles. I can't do Starburst. I I'm too old for that shit now. What do you mean? Like it, you, when you say you're it's too, too, too sweet. Old. Too sweet. Okay. It's too sweet. Chocolate gotcha. I can get behind. Uh, I'm with you. I, I can't eat like more than like one or two Starbursts or gummy bears or something like that before yeah. I'm like I feel like shit. Yeah, like <laughs> my stomach like, hurts. Crap. What happened? Yeah. You know cuz you know <laughs> Used to just handfuls of it when you were a kid. Youth is fleeting, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Q, we got treats. 
We don't need candy. I'm really excited, dude. Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats is who we're covering today. Yes. So this is the perfect band for Halloween night. They're called Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. You may have heard of them before. We may have mentioned them before on this podcast. I'm going to read their their biography on Spotify because it, the, it there's no better way to describe them than this right here. So here we go. Somewhere out there in the multiverse of infinite possibilities exists a world where the Beatles recorded Helter Skelter, decided to stop cutting their hair, and never looked back. That's it. Yeah, dude. That that explains them perfectly. If if you didn't read that, I was going to bring it up. Like, uh, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats are, I mean, John Lennon really is what I hear in the vocals, but like the Beatles, but if they were like John Lennon in, in a metal band, you know, like in a psych rock metal band. To me, I, I almost think of like John Lennon took Ozzy's spot in Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. John Lennon fronts Black Sabbath, right? Yeah. And everything about them, all their album covers, their, their aesthetic, you know, the look, it just screams like Halloween. You know, like it screams like spooky and, and uh, like like uh, think like a cult, you know, like cultish imagery and stuff like that. Uh, they, they actually used to go by the name the Sharon Tate Experience, which uh, she was one of the uh, the victims of the Manson family. <laughs> so Sharon Tate. Shit. Um, so that, you know, that yeah, it's all part of the same package here. There's a weird obsession with the Manson family in rock and roll, dude. Like, that's something I learned reading David Brown's book on Sonic Youth. Like, there's a lot of imagery with with uh, Charles Manson and, and a lot of their early stuff, like their album art and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it is it is fascinating. It is. And, of course, you know, Manson was a musician, right? But anyway, that, that that's another, um, another uh, descriptor here on their Spotify biography. Uh, it's the Fab Four, as in the Beatles. Fronted by Charles Manson, right? <laughs> so anyway, we're not going to really spend too much time talking about them. That's all you need to know, right? Is this is a psychedelic uh, sounding throwback to the 60s. And his voice is very, very John Lennon. And, you know, they kind of flirt with like the bluesy metal stuff that Sabbath did. But also some of like the melodic stuff that the Beatles would do. But it's all like under this like psychedelic rock umbrella, right? So anyway, we're just going to play a handful of tracks from a few of their records. That first one that played us in was off their debut record called Volume 1. The name of that song was Witch's Garden. That's another thing you're going to pick up on is that all the names of these songs are also perfect for this particular night on the calendar. All right, so let's jump ahead to their second record, Bloodlust. And we're just going to jump right into it here, Q. This song is called Withered Hand of Evil.
Love it, dude. I haven't heard this stuff. The only album of theirs I'm familiar with is uh, Mid or Night Creeper. Um, yeah, dude. This is you know what, dude. I'm reminded of when I was obs- obsessed with like uh, psychedelic garage rock for like a f- full straight year, and that's all I brought is Watcher Hurts for like a whole year. You know, and you brought up like saying you, you said something like, you know, there's there's a right and wrong way to be not gimmicky, but like to 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 pay homage to this yeah. era. Yeah. And they're doing it in all the right ways, dude. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And I think I think what they're doing right is that they're they're combining some some, you know, bits and pieces from a bunch of different things to make the sound because like the pace of this particular song is very doom metal uh like the crawl the slow crawl the the really slow kind of riff in the background there very sabbath-esque yeah the way i always it always feels like to me and i know it's not out of uh tempo but it always feels like the drums are kind of dragging behind like and that's just like it's not they're not you know but like that's just when i think of like the doom like sludgy metal yeah, that's what I think of. Like, it just feels like we're we're you're trying to to catch up the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know. And th- this is a perfect example of his voice yes. sounding like the linen, right? Uh, so the 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 singer is Kevin R. Well, he goes by Kr. Kevin Kr Stars. Um, let me see the timeline. So he's he's the one consistent member. Uh. Yeah, every other bandmate has 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 rotated out at some point, but he's been the consistent member because without that voice, I feel like you don't really have it, you know. But um, it's almost like he had a seance and he is channeling, like Lennon is like singing through him. You know what I mean? It if really you want to stick with like the, the imagery of the evening. And you know, what, dude, I I used to feel the same way about. Kevin Parker? Kevin Parker, yeah, from Tame Impala. At, at least in their early stuff, like I, I felt like it was straight up just John Lennon in an Australian psych rock band. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, here's another metaphor, dude. People love having – they love the metaphors with this band. I'm reading from the, the Wikipedia page. The band has been described as the original Alice Cooper band jamming in a cell with early Black Sabbath and the Stooges. Okay. Now that's interesting. I don't know if I've ever gone back and listened to early Alice Cooper. I was about to say that, dude. An like, interesting Halloween episode for next year, maybe. That, I was going to say, like, that makes me want to go back and, and listen to quote unquote original Alice Cooper because all I can think of is. School's out. Uh, or, you know, the. Well, well it was uh, Wayne's World 2, the freaking Be My Frankenstein. Be shit. My Frankenstein. Dude, yeah, it's just perfect super Halloween. cheesy, man. It, but think about it, though, dude. That's exactly the kind of stuff that Uncle Ass is singing about. They got but Uncle Ass is not doing it straight up, like just like laying on the cheese. And maybe that's just because <laughs> Alice Cooper was doing it in the eighties. And but and I feel like it, it didn't feel only, cheesy back then. Or yeah, I was gonna not. say. I think the only reason it's cheesy is because we're like decades removed, and like it's yeah. not. It's there's no shock factor. Like I feel like Alice right. Cooper was probably like shocking. You know, what I yeah, mean? like when true. he came out. True. There's no there's no shock anymore, dude. Really. Not anymore. We're yeah. all just desensitized to everything. Totally. All right. Well, let's move on to the next track here. 
and I'm going to play a song off of the Night Creeper. So you might you might be familiar with this one, Q. Uh, but here we go. This is the Night Creeper record. Came out in 2015, and this song is called Murder Nights. Yeah, man. I mean, this—they nailed it. You know, like there's there's no faults that I can think of with this band. Like as far as like what they're going for. Yeah, and I was gonna say like again, there's bands that try like that stick to a sound, and they fall short for whatever reason. Like maybe I don't know. Like as far as like the it's it's just too on the nose. Yeah, here's who I think of, and I I. I probably thrown these guys under the bus before um temples yes dude i know you bring them up all the time that uh, and obviously <laughs> greta van Fleet. don't say it how dare you <laughs> but no temples it's not that they're not writing good tunes same with greta van fleet but like it's too on the nose i guess i don't know temples just weren't spooky enough for you i guess that's it. what it is yeah <laughs> yeah you're right all right, so let's move along to the next pick here. This is from their 2018 record. It's called Wasteland, and I'm going to play a song called I See Through You. I'm 
That was, if, just say it, John. Because <laughs> I think I, I think I'm gonna agree with you on this. If John Lennon joined Caius or Queens of the Stone, Queens Age. of the Stone Age, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was thinking, uh, what I was thinking of uh, two particular songs off of songs, uh, songs for the, for the deaf. deaf. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, I want to leave you. Gonna leave you. Uh, do it again. Another love song. They had that kind of vibe, right? Yeah, those were all songs that Josh Homme didn't sing, right? That was the other guy in the band. Yeah, Nick, the the bass player. Yeah, gonna leave you in another love song where where Nick Oliveri. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think those those songs had a different vibe, right, from the rest of the songs for the deaf stuff. Totally. Uh, and I feel like this this has that same kind of like a little bit more um, up tempo than the other two songs I played, right? So they're kind of picking up the picking up the tempo a little bit on this on this new record, this latest record. I mean, it's also worth noting that they you know they've switched members too by the time you get to this record i mean it's the same same guy but like you know they got a different um they got a different drummer they got a different bass player they got a different uh guitar player so all that plays into it right totally but yeah um dude the lyrics man i love the lyrics it's great let me just read the lyrics you you tell me what you think this is about okay somebody switch the oxygen off and take their games away Somebody take the plug from the wall and let them find their own way through. I know it's you. It's the evil you do. That, to me, sounds like he's pissed off at uh, 
the internet and social media. Maybe, yeah. And the state of youth these days. Listen to this, dude. I think you might be right. The next verse, somebody take their platform away and let them stand alone. Somebody cut the fog with a knife down to the knuckle bone. It's true they lie to you. It's the evil they do. I can't breathe, but I can see through you. Shit. So you're full of shit, is what he's saying to this person. But the shit you're spewing is so toxic, I can't breathe. Exactly. All right, Q. Well, that's it, man. Quick and dirty. Awesome. Love it. If you weren't convinced by those three tracks to to check out Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats, uh, then you might not you might not like him. <laughs> That's what it comes <laughs> down to. But it's hard if you're a fan of '60s rock, right, and the psychedelic uh, that psychedelic rock sound, or even doom metal sound. Like this band has a little bit of everything for for people that like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's just cool to hear to hear that that linen vocal sound mashed up with some some heavy heavy metal type stuff that is cool what made me fall in love with tame impala back in the day was that exact reason dude the linen plus psychedelic type stuff yep also if this you know 30 minute show wasn't enough for you on uh all hallows eve we have got two more official bonus halloween episodes in our catalog one one of them we covered a bunch of uh, John Carpenter scores, and and then another one. Our first one a few years back was on this really awesome, like, dancey, gothy synth band, <laughs> I guess, from Denton, called "The Undoing of David Wright." That was a really fun episode. Um, but yeah, last year we we did an entire month of no two years ago we did an entire month of of metal for halloween or for october so we've got lots of good like spooky metal uh you know episodes for 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 october if you want to dive deeper i could tell you another one to 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 check out is our sidetrack episode on ghost that one was great dude that one was really that was october 2019 if you need to to know when that episode came. that was a fun episode but that was uh yeah if you if you don't know who ghost is uh, that's a good kind of starter pack, uh, the songs that we covered. So go check that out. And then if you if you need yet another spooky uh, episode. Okay, this was technically our, our, our first Halloween episode. We just didn't call it a Halloween episode. We recorded it on Halloween night. It didn't come out until November of 2018. But we talked about the music of Suspiria, which is a 70s French horror film. Oh, and so we and we did goblins and Tom York's. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We played off the original, and then we played the Tom York, a Tom York track off of the remake. Yeah, dude. So there you go. You got some episodes to listen to. Yeah, we got lots you, of spooky uh, episodes if you want to dig deep into our catalog. Yeah, if you want to spend the next four hours listening to no filler instead of uh, going out and 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 having some uh, some spooky fun of your own on halloween night i mean if you're if your neighborhood is like mine you know and you, and you don't have any other plans for the night just hang out with us for the night you know yeah we'll keep you company we'll we'll scare you and especially if you listen to that 2018 episode oh dude. the sound quality is probably so bad <laughs> it's probably real scary dude yeah you'll get you'll get <laughs> spooked for sure it's probably real scary yeah <laughs> all right well that's it man 
Yeah, so tomorrow uh, we've got our What You Heard for November, because it's November 1st tomorrow. Uh, so check that out, and um, yeah, stay tuned for the 200th episode coming right around the corner shortly afterward, as in the following week. And yeah, that's it, man. Uh, we'll give you a rundown, actually, uh, of of kind of our plans for the next few uh, next few months here, or next few episodes at least. Uh, in tomorrow's episode but uh yeah check us out on instagram just look for no filler podcast you'll find us on there you can also find us on the pantheon podcast network it's pantheonpodcast.com and that's it this has been the bonus halloween episode happy halloween everybody out there go get some uh some candy or you know partake in in some other fun activities you know because <laughs> I don't think any 12-year-olds listen to our show. So Go bob for some apples. Right? Yeah, you're probably not getting candy anymore. but You're probably not bobbing for apples either. Whatever version of, of a, a treat for yourself. Go in that Halloween costume. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it would go in that Halloween costume contest. <laughs> right. Go do something. Yeah. Or just listen to our those episodes we told you to go listen to. Uh, either way, we will see you guys again soon. And by that, I mean tomorrow. Yes, because, again, it's October 31st. Yeah, we're definitely not recording this and it's a Sunday. on October 27th. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. We will shout at you soon. Y'all take care. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. 
Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.